It's time for Love Talk with the Lovelies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Love talking today about God's worth of life and worth in this difficult time of thank isolation you, with the coronavirus. Evelyn Davidson, and I want to thank you for joining us today for Love Talk at 101.1 FM and 1120 AM and radio station KTXW, The Bridge. And you know The Bridge is something that takes you somewhere. Do you know that, Miss? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. The Bridge, that, that's right, Miss Evelyn. The Bridge takes you somewhere, hopefully somewhere amazing. And that's what The Bridge Austin does, is always uplifting. Uh, you're going to find great content here on this radio station for sure, building bridges of love and leadership. Uh, welcome to Love Talk, everybody. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater opening the show today. Of course, the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. We're so grateful that you have found the Love Ladies. And on the line today from Boise, Idaho, we have our good, good friend, Kathy Brock. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Miss Evelyn. It's great to be with you, friends. It's great to be with you this morning. There's so much to love talk about today. I mean, we're seriously in very pressing but exciting times. And I mean, you know, I think as a Christian woman, it is a great time to be alive. And just as a Christian in America, it's a great time to be alive. We're in unprecedented times in our nation and globally, and I think when so many are are struggling through uh, shutdowns and the unknowns and quarantines, it's really good to know that there is no shutting down God. He is quarantine-proof, virus-proof. He is unstoppable, and I love it. We are going to be building bridges of love and leadership today. We're going to be walking across a bridge today um, with our key verse. You know, sometimes we're, we, uh, if there's a bridge across a dark valley, it's awesome to take the bridge. Sometimes we have to walk through that mm-hmm. dark valley. And our scripture for today comes straight from Psalm 23, 4. This is a scripture that has taken on so much new meaning for me over these past three months. I want to share it with you today. Um, A lot of our listening friends may have already heard it. Our key scripture for today is, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And uh, we're going to walk through this verse today. We're going to look at some principles today about God's words of life and worth to us. And I'm so excited for this program. I can hardly, hardly wait to get started. Well, I tell you what, Kathy. I'm sorry, Miss Evelyn. Go, go ahead. Well, it, that scripture starts with a cheer. It says, yay. <laughs> you know, yay means open your eyes and, and open. Close, I mean, uh, give me your ears. I've got something to say. And as he speaks that, he said, we're going to have to walk through the things that are coming in regard to what God is doing. And I feel like, and that's so strongly today, that's where we are in America right now. With Mm -hmm. the things that have got control of every part of our lives. You know, the part about this verse that I really love is, you know, it says that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, in order to have a shadow, there must be light. And, you know, Christ is the light in that valley, right? We're not walking there alone. And, you know, we need to make some choices today about who we choose to listen to as as we see these shadows and we're walking and we're trying to figure it all out. We have to make choices about who we listen to and what we choose to believe. There's a lot of voices screaming for our attention. 
And I am forever grateful that God never screams at us. Um, instead, his gentle whisper soothes our soul and his thundering song over us gives us strength. And that is exactly what this verse um, exemplifies. That as we're walking through these times, as we're struggling to figure things out, um, there cannot be a shadow without light. And we have to seek that light Mm -hmm. um, in every single thing that we do. Now, Miss Evelyn, goodness, you know, I just I kind of feel like here we are in the middle of July. But yet it's I, I feel like. We've missed like a half a year of life almost um, walking through this pandemic, but you always use your time wisely. What have you been up to this week, Miss Evelyn? Well, I hate to tell you. <laughs> uh, we, we've had, I've had some health issues lately, and so it's walking through the to the system mm-hmm. and getting the best care that you can get, mm-hmm. uh, and then just bringing it home and giving it away. Mm-hmm. You know, you just there's no way that we can live our life today if we are walking with Jesus that we're not in a giving mode. Mm-hmm. We have to stop and think about that. Mm-hmm. What am I giving? In the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm. And, I, you know, this week uh, we, we've shipped books all across the nation. And we have another order of 12 cases coming in. And so it's been a very successful adventure as we have put together the latest book, which is Love Talking and Love Walking. Love Talking. Love Talking. Jesus lets us talk to him. Mm-hmm. And Love Walking, Walking with him. That's what that... 23rd Psalm is that we we've read today. Mm-hmm. Um, these are times that I don't think America has ever seen before. Even during the time of of beginning of of government and all the things that have taken place in our nation, because the cutoff has has happened, mm-hmm. and we are in a position today to only do what God calls us to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, doctor visits is part of that. <laughs> Uh, but you know, one of the things that that is so important to me when we're walking through, and, and we, sometimes we walk and sometimes we crawl, uh, you just can't get up the energy to get out there and fight the battle. Mm-hmm. But it is that we stay faithful to the love of the Lord Jesus. You know, he didn't say that we have to run through that valley of the shadow of death, you know. I think that that, that's a a misconception. You know, sometimes it takes us a little while to get through that. But the comforting thought, Miss Evelyn, there is that there is light always. And it doesn't matter how we get through it. We walk, we crawl, we we skip, whatever it may be. Um, And some days all we can do is just put one foot in front of the other. Right? Um, And that's what love talking and love walking is about, the new book. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can go to our website uh, or give us a call on the Love Line, 512-249-6535. Uh, they are um, in the second printing now. and uh, Flying off the shelves, Miss Evelyn. Well, the, the, we've got 22 co-authors of this book. Mm-hmm. And I think the one that just, I, I'm getting a chill right now down my arms, of Kathy Mm-hmm. And Eric, mm-hmm. and what they did is they they made that decision yep. to walk mm-hmm. and talk with Jesus in a different place, right, Kathy? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I love this book. We are still waiting to get our case up here uh, in Idaho. And so I have people saying, is, have you gotten that yet? Have you gotten that yet? I'm like, no, but soon, soon. It'll be soon. <laughs> I can, I told everyone kind of mid-July. So we're, we're right there at mid-July. You know, I, the, the time that we went to Washington, D.C., Miss Evelyn, it was so amazing because we thought that we would be kind of walking through this, this valley and, and, and that it would be just difficult. And, and opposition at every side, and it was amazing what God did when we were there. And so, uh, you know, you can build bridges in a dark valley, and and I just saw God build one bridge after another, and open one door after another, and bring us into these uh, cool open spaces. And it was just an amazing experience. And I just uh, was so we were both so privileged to be able to share about that in your book. And I love this book because it gives example after example, real life examples of how to love walk Mm -hmm. and love talk in difficult places, in challenging places, how to, how to um, love walk in life and love talk in life. It's um, such a, a, a practical way uh, with such deep heart changing mm-hmm. lessons about how to um, be the light in uh, sometimes very dark places. Well, and I think it's always helpful to read somebody else's experience, right? When you're walking through something and you don't necessarily know how to navigate it, you know, reading about somebody else's experience and how they navigated difficult waters or how they pressed in to God in a difficult situation instead of pulling away, or maybe they did pull away. And God just kept whispering in that small voice, hey, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. If you'll let me in, I'm here. And uh, they came back around to God. So, you know, it's very um, comforting, your book, the new book, Miss Evelyn. It is. And uplifting, which is exactly what we re- need right now during these times. Well, you know, so often, and Kathy can probably address this better than I, uh, when you've got big things and big responsibilities, um, you have to have a big heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we went to Washington, D.C., to call on every senator and every representative and staff, uh, it came together because Eric and Kathy put their heads together and figured out how we could do it and what we could do. Mm -hmm. And... You know, our plan, uh, our our dream, uh, our prayer is that with this next um, next year uh, that we go back to the Texas Capitol and do what we did in Washington, D.C. We've gone through the Texas Capitol a couple of times with the other books we've written Mm -hmm. uh, with with, um, Carol Everett. And the Heidi group mm-hmm. uh, was primarily for life, you know, for the unborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it was. And so we've still got a lot of work ahead. Oh, so we got to get Evelyn. well That's and get, right. cheer, get <laughs> cheerful, I tell them. You know, it's amazing what cheers do, do for you when, when you're working on things. He is making a map right now of Texas, a wooden map made out of corks. Oh, how fun. He is He's fan, so creative. Is, well, he is, and he has time to do it now. When You know, in real estate, you don't have time to do anything mm-hmm. except answer the phone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we look at where we were there, Kathy, and we looked where God is leading us today, 
uh, it's not very, there's not a great deal of difference between, uh, between those two things. And, you know, again, I want to say to you and to Eric, thank you, thank you for making that possible. It changed not only some of the lives in Washington, D.C., but the, the, the hearts of some of those who went with us. Sure. I mean, it was such a transformative experience for both of us. And I tell you, Miss Evelyn, I'm reading uh, this little inspiration book that you had given me where uh, by Florence Littower, which uh-huh. is, I know, a good friend of yours. And, and we miss Florence now that she's gone on to, to be with the Lord. Yes. We're just so grateful for her and her life and everything God did with her. But this little quote from Florence, it says, success is where opportunity meets preparation mm-hmm. and something that i've realized more and more is that god is always preparing us uh for what he has for us and so right in the middle of right where we are at where this may all be a surprise to us it's not a surprise to god and he has prepared each of us to be in this place and and uh he expects great things from us even when we don't expect it from ourselves and so i think that this is an incredible opportunity for us to be the light when when in this dark place in our nation in when um people are feel like they are surrounded by death stepping into a situation and being the light it really points out hey it's just a shadow. It's mm-hmm. just a shadow. Focus on where the light is coming from, and let's step into this opportunity that God's prepared us for. What about you, Carrie? What's going on in my world? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, I know it's exciting because you've got teenagers. <laughs> oh, yes. And I've enjoyed uh, giving away some of your books, which is just always a delight for me. Um, you know, I, I'm embarking on a new adventure, Miss Evelyn. I haven't had a chance to tell you about this. Um, you know, of course, my dad passed away from Parkinson's, and a big part of um, – I really believe something that extended his life was exercise. Mm -hmm. And um, there are specific Parkinson's classes out there um, that – focus solely on Parkinson's patients and getting them to move their bodies um, with group exercise. And I enjoyed going with my dad to those classes. And um, there's there's um, a gym in Georgetown that focuses specifically on that. That's literally five minutes from my house. And um, when dad would come stay with me, we would go work out there. And um, so I am now embarking on getting some certifications so that I can become an instructor um, for this population. Um, And I got to tell you, I've been volunteering a little bit, uh, well, quite a bit over the last um, couple of weeks, and I didn't know how much it was going to affect me the first time I walked in that gym Mm. and and just got to love on folks that are walking the same path that my daddy walked. And uh, so I'm excited about my new adventures ahead in coaching in a different way. I'll still be coaching basketball, but um, this will be my, my new way to coach. So I've got to get some training under my belt, but I'm excited about it. Well, friends, when we return to Love Talk, we will continue to talk today about God's words of life and worth. During this time, we've got to cling to that, my friends, and we'll hear more from Miss Evelyn and Kathy Endebrock on God's words of life and worth when we return to Love Talk right after this. 
Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love ladies. This is Coach Carrie Brinkader, and I am in studio with the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and on the line with our beautiful, wonderful friend, Kathy Enderbrock. And we are all such different personalities on this show. I just love it when we all get together God makes amazing things happen. and he makes stew. <laughs> delicious. Not stew. Fragrant. Stew. That's right. Um, and it's just so fun uh, to experience the wisdom of these other two ladies. I just, uh, I, I absolutely love it and I crave it. Uh, friends, today we are discussing God's words of life and worth. I really want that to sink in for a little bit, you know. They go hand in hand, Miss Evelyn, as we talk about um, our lives and what that means through the lens of faith, through through how God created us, and words of life and worth. And there's so many words out there right now, and uh, we, we have to wade through it to figure out where the truth is and, um, you know, one thing that's so comforting, Miss Evelyn, is that we can always find our truth in the scriptures, Absolutely. period, um, no matter what's going on around and the us. power of God's love for us. You know, it's the love things that make progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so hard sometimes to realize that love could fix this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many things could uh-huh. be fixed by softening our hearts um, with love. Absolutely. Now, um, Miss Evelyn. Yes. You are 89 years old. Young. Years young. And you have spent most of your life sharing God's words of life and worth through speaking, through books, through radio. Why are these two principles, words of life and and worth. Why are those two principles so important for us as we love, walk, and love talk each and every day? Well, it's it's our fuel for being and for doing what it is God's called us to do mm-hmm. and has trained us to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we think we don't get enough of that. When it, you know, sometimes it just takes one word out of God's word to get us going. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that is what we've talked about already today with Psalm 23, when he says, my rod and my staff will comfort you. It Mm. will guide you. So we're not in this alone. Uh, We can preach all day and talk about, you know, what we've got and what God's doing. But if God's not really in it, then we need to go back to the foundation of where we are and understand really uh, the the truth of God's word and the Holy Spirit, because those two things come together. It's mm-hmm. one of three. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's the life that he's given us. He's given us each one of us gifts. And our lives are full because we have the power and the ability to do what he calls us and trains us to do. Mm-hmm. Those are those are things that don't change in in the church or in the smokehouse. You know, these are the things that make up who we are and why we're here. And the value places on each one of us individually, on it, on the two of us, is understanding and believing God's Word and being able to translate that mm-hmm. in, a, in a way that people can understand it, pick it up, and start love talking and love walking. That's why we're here. 
You know, that word value really strikes me, Miss Evelyn, because in in today's world, I think we have a tendency to place our value in in other things, mm-hmm. right? And and or we draw our own self-worth from other things, from what society society tells us we should look like or we should be striving for or whatever. And then, and so sometimes it just you know, whenever you put your your faith and your stock in what the world says, it can make you feel absolutely worthless, worthless. Mm-hmm. Um, but this word value, God values our life. And gives us a rod and a staff. Think about that. The guidelines, according to the 23rd Psalm, is, is in that arena and we don't have to go looking for it in the gutters of life. It comes mm. as just the little bitty things. You know, if like if you have three girls mm. and somebody gets your underwear. <laughs> 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 I don't know, Kathy, if you've had that problem or not. But uh, uh, my sister uh, had three girls and it was always uh, a, a, a little war going on. But what the thing that the main point of what. The psalmist says in the 23rd Psalm is he cheers us on. He says, yay. What does yay mean? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. No, Mm ma'am. And we just don't stop to measure those things enough to know that God's in it. And we better plan carefully and perform in a way that will bring love to him. And so when you understand that we've got three things going on, we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and there's kind of, you know, we have three other things going on as we as we look at God's words of life and worth and how they apply to our life, our heart, and our mind. Right, Kath? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that I love about God is he never undervalues us. I don't, oh, I don't right. know if... You know, if you've ever undervalued a person or you've undervalued something or you've assigned it a worth that is less than its actual worth, well, God God never does that. And if, if we are identifying our worth based on worldly things, we are undervaluing ourselves. When we are establishing our worth, we have to look to God and the worth that he's given us. And so when we get into, into scripture and we get into God's words, they apply uh, to, to our life, they apply to our heart, and they apply to our mind. And so, you know, if you've ever had someone undervalue uh, how smart you are or what you can accomplish in life, if you've had someone undervalue the the worth that your love is to them or that um, that how well you can love in this life, God never does that. God's value will always exceed the value that even we can assign to ourselves. And, you know, I think that our key, our key verse for today's program has become so real and, and taken on such new meaning and perspective. Um, I used to read this verse, Psalm 23, 4, with a very situational perspective to be applied to, to limited times that I would face or, or limited challenges or difficulties that I would have. 
But when I got in and really um, got into this verse, I'm going to read it again. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Well, I love picking verses apart and looking mm. at the Hebrew words that were used and the tenses of those words. And so where I used to apply this to something, I, I would say that um, during the times when I walk, or I have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I'm not going to fear evil in those circumstances. But that's not what this verse says. It actually uses a verb tense that is called a, um, it's called an imperfect verb tense, which means it, it indicates ongoing, uncompleted, continual action. And so when we think about walking through the valley of the shadow of death, it's it's not a, a short trip where we get to race through to the other side, but it is a, it's a continued journey. So as we think of this, living in this life, we literally live in the shadow of, of death, like, you know, from our from our birth and to our death, because the reality of death as as is a part of this life. I mean, we can all die tomorrow, right? We're, we're all facing that. We're maybe during this pandemic, we've become more aware of that. Um, but we can die at any time. But God's word says we are not to live in fear. And so I care, Carrie Evelyn, I more and more and more, I realize I don't want to live a life bound up in fear. I don't want to live a life where my heart is strangled with anxiety. And, and so I have to refuse to have my mind dread and panic and fear. And I, I mean, I know this is easier said than done. And, and um, you know, I've been talking through this with my three girls and with my mom and, and with Eric. And um, because we live in the shadow of death with, with dear death seemingly kind of being on our doorstep, yet we are not to succumb to that. Um, pressing into scripture and hearing what God says has completely transformed the mm-hmm. way that I'm walking out this, um, this whole situation that we're in right now. But since the day that we are born, we've been walking through this valley since the day that we were born. God is just kind of using this experience to make us aware of, of maybe more aware of the fact. And so this has made me more, I think to more value properly the life that God has given me and that times are short when you think that, you know, maybe we have, 75 years or 85 years or 95 years um, on this planet, those years count. What we do with those years count. And we have to turn to God for the life that he has for us, for the worth that he's given to us and knit into us to make a difference and and to draw in relationship with him uh, with that time that he's given us. Well, you know, if we take the 23rd Psalm, the first thing we, we need to do is identify who that was specifically given to, and it was David. David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as the Lord spoke to him, he promised him three things. He promised that he would provide for him, he would protect, protect him, and he would perform in 
through the power of his spirit in the life of David. And David, bless his heart, he he fought the hard battles, but he had everything he needed according to what God says. And, you know, we could be that way today. Well, you know, it's it's not surprising that this scripture is written by David, right? Um, And and that he uses the terms, your rod and your staff, Mm -hmm. they comfort me, right? Because David was a shepherd. And, you know, a rod and a staff was was used to protect the sheep from animals that might harm them, right? And um, like snakes, uh, yes, yeah, or <laughs> bears or whatever. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, ladies. No, that's right. I'm I'm you know. A side note, Miss Evelyn, I'm taking care of the chickens at, at Grace Academy right now. I, I go up to the school each day, and there's 11 hens that I get to take care of. And I have had to become a snake wrangler as well. Uh, sometimes these giant rat snakes that are that are bigger than me, I mean, they're mm-hmm. six feet long, come in there and they eat all the eggs. Well, not all of them, but they'll get a belly full of eggs, three or four eggs, and they'll curl up right there in the little nesting box. And then I have to get this giant staff and pull the the snake out of there oh my stars if you want to get your adrenaline running get a snake out of the chicken coop holy cow (laughs) it'll get you going um but that's what reminds me you know it reminds me of this you know god what what david is saying here is that the lord uses this rod and this staff to protect you and guide and guide you it's 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 a form it's a show of power and of strength right and leadership and protection and also comfort yes right that rod mm-hmm. and that staff wasn't used to beat the sheep into submission that rod and that staff was used to comfort them and say hey i'm going to guide you this way and keep you from danger and show you the path and show you where where we're going here. And uh, that's what's comforting to me about these words is the rod and the staff are used for comfort. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Carrie, I have a question for you. Oh, have gosh. You, um, <laughs> have you named any of them? <laughs> <laughs> I have these two that are quite precocious and they meet me like at the edge of the chicken coop as soon as I drive up. They're like right there, and they meet me right right at the edge. And um, one one of them I just call Red because she's super bright, bright red almost this this deep, delicious, amazing red. And and the other one I just call Betsy. I don't know why, um, but there's <laughs> there's eleven of them out there. But those two are quite precocious, and um, I do I don't know why y'all, but I love it. I love, I love it. Even when I have to wrangle snakes out of the nesting box and it, oh my goodness, because I, I really don't want to touch a snake. I don't want to look at a snake. I don't want to see a snake. I don't want to deal with a snake. Um, but, um, but to protect those chickens, I will get that snake out of there. I'm glad I'm one of your chickens. <laughs> um, wow. that, and, you know, a chick, I love, you know, that's pretty God popular is, when you become a chick. That's right. That's right. What's that, Kathy? I say I love that God is the exact same way that, you know, when he goes and he's protecting us, I mean, that's a joyful thing for him to do. It's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I have to go, you know, take care of the chickens today. It's he's like him going and taking care of of his children and protecting us. 
I mean, that that delights him. He delights to do that. And, you know, he knows just what to do with snakes. And he's told <laughs> us, you know, he's shown again and again. He knows just what to do with snakes, baby. You do not have to be, you know, we don't have to worry about those snakes that might crawl up in our nest when, you know, mm-hmm. when we're coming home at night or when we're trying to get done the work that we're that we are called to get done and so I mean Carrie just the same way that you have now kind of fallen in love with these chickens and given them (laughs) value I know so many people just feel worthless and they think Mm -hmm. well what am I worth to God I'm just you know here I am a human on this little planet that's spinning around a sun how do I know that I'm worth anything to God You know, it's a great question, Kathy, and I think if we're all honest with ourselves at some point in our lives, we feel this way. Like, what? why do I feel, you know, not good enough or not smart enough or not pretty enough or not athletic enough or not um, gifted enough or whatever? It's always about enough, 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 enough. And our worth in God is always complete. And I th- I think that that is just um, so comforting. You know, um, last week I was having um, breakfast with uh, one of my former players, and she's really struggling with relationship with her parents right now. And it's gotten to the point where she really uh, – her parents have split up, and, and it's gotten to the point where she really can't even be in the same room with either of them because her anger is just mm. – it just boils to the surface. I hadn't seen this young lady in in a while, and I, you know, I told her, I said, I feel like your countenance has even changed, um, and you know, that it's just this this raw anger, and she's just mad at the situation, and it, and it's just easier to take it out on being angry at her parents, and um, so we talked about this topic, Kathy, you know, about self worth and about how. The Lord can use this situation where she's feeling worthless, right? She's feeling cast aside. I mean, that's really the the underlying, I guess, emotion there is she's just feeling so cast aside. And um, so we talked a lot about our, our, our worth in Christ and how he says we are far more precious than jewels. And um, let me read you a few of God's words that he gives us in the scripture about worth and about not being afraid of that next step. Because I also think that a lot of this fear in this young lady or this anger in this young lady is wrapped up in fear about what's around the corner um, and for her. And uh, so, you know, I love Joshua 1 9 says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be terrified and do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever we go. You know, I think that word discouraged is uh, so powerful in this in this verse that we can let our circumstances discourage us. We we really can. I mean, we can look at it and feel like we are cast aside, like like we're um, you know just dirt under someone's foot. Like that that's sometimes how we can feel. But the Lord says, "Don't be discouraged." I don't want you to be afraid. I, I want you to be strong. I want you to be courageous. And let me tell you how you can do that. I'm with you, sister. I got you. I, I'm right here. 
Talk to me. Just like your book, Miss Evelyn, talk with me, walk with me. I will show you my face. And it's not one of anger. It's not one of terrified, terrified um, steps. It's one of strength and courage. And I'm going to show you how to do that. Right. Um, so these feelings, Kathy, I, I, I really think they can be so real in us and we can let them overwhelm us. Um, and another scripture that I just love is in Deuteronomy, Deut- Deuteronomy 322. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord, your God himself will fight for you. You know, it's so encouraging. We've got people in our corners. We've got teammates. We, we've got we've got people around us that are fighting for us and helping us. The Lord says, I'm always in your corner. I'm always there. And I'm always fighting for you. Um, so, Kathy, you know, it, it, it is a tough roads right now because I think all we hear are these negative things in the media. It is so hard to find positive stories to cling to and to, and to and to just restore our faith in humanity right now, um, we we are given the tools in Christ uh, in, in in the Bible words written by by Christ by by those that were um, empowered by Christ to give us that that path. Um, so yeah, Kathy, it's uh it's it's tough to navigate right now. Do you have any thoughts about this these feelings of worthlessness? I mean, the the one thing that I think where we start to press into relationship is that point where we are getting into scripture and um, and the Lord kind of speaks directly to our heart and we start to understand truly and truly that that Christianity is not a wholesome religion, but it is. A, a winsome relationship and you know girls I don't know if you've ever gone out and um, you've had a guy just really win your heart and sweep you off your feet and you felt that value that he placed on you that he wanted that relationship with you he wanted to know you he wanted you to know him and I think that that's the kind of I mean, that that is just kind of the taste of the value that God has for us, that he wants this winsome relationship with us, that he places such high value on us that he would go to what we would say, go to extremes for us. And, you know, over again and again, we can establish our worth by the very fact that God was willing to give his own son to die on the cross, to sacrifice his life for us, uh, to redeem us from sin and from the penalty of sin. And, you know, I mean, when you when you think of that and really wrap your head, your, your mind around that, I think it is just something that wins your heart over that he would be willing to go to such extremes. Ladies, friends, listening friends, I don't know how many of you out there um, might have some really fun stories about uh, what the man in your life was willing to do to turn your eye or to win your heart over. And that is just a small taste of of just that passionate love that God feels for us and the value and worth that he places on us. And, you know, I just think his his life words, these words that he gives us in scripture, this love letter to us, 
it can be just soothing to our soul. It can be calming to our spirits. It, it just gives power to our days. And, you know, it's not always easy, but sometimes, sometimes I found, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you see the, God, the day that God has made and you know it might take everything for you to get through that day, sometimes it just comes down to a choice. Are we going to believe the words of the shadow of death? Are, are we going to believe the words of the world that, that, that speaks and, and, and mocks and, and screams and deceives? Or are we going to choose to believe the truth of God's word? And uh, Miss Evelyn, I don't know if we have time for this or not. I'm really interested in getting your thoughts on this. When the choices that we have to make every day to press into God's words of life and worth and some of those choices. I think that's a great spot to leave our listeners hanging on because we definitely want to hear what Miss Evelyn has to say about every day pressing into God's words of life and worth and what choices we have in front of us every single day. We'll hear from the First Lady of Love about this when we return to Love Talk right after this. And welcome back, friends. This is Kathy Endebrock with Love Talk in the studio today, Miss Evelyn Davison and Coach Carrie Brinkater. Friends, it's been such a great Saturday with you talking about God's words of life and worth. How are you doing right now with your life? How are you doing with your worth? Do you feel worthless or do you understand the value that God, that God sees? that God has given your life and how he looks at you as his precious treasure. Friends, how are you doing with love walking and love talking each day? Remember, start each day love talking to God. Love talking to yourself. Go stand in the mirror and look at this beautiful, incredible creation that he has made, that he has purposed, and that he is assigned to such a day as this. Now, friends, we're going to have to wrap up. We've been talking now for uh, the majority of the program. We're in our final segment. And Ms. Evelyn, Coach Carey, all the insights that you've brought today about uh, the life that God has given us and purposed for us and the worth that he has given us. Um, I don't know how to summarize it all. And so I think in this last segment, I just I want us to share some of our final words of wisdom about, you know, as we as we wake up each day, as we step out into each week, as we um, step into the opportunity um, prepared as God has prepared us and look forward to uh, success each day, whatever whatever that success looks like, according to God and his plan for us for the day. I just want us to, to share and kind of wrap up our thoughts around this. And focused a lot on on choosing because this is the one thing that that we have. We get to choose what we do with each day. We get to choose what we do with our thoughts. We get to choose what we do with our words and choose what we do with God's word to us. And so there's all of these choices out there. What what words are we going to listen to? Whose words are we going to listen to? What words are we going to speak? And to whom are we going to speak those words? Um, there's, you know, it. How do you say each each day can get a little bit overwhelming? How do we how do we keep it simple and break it down? Well, you know, it's uh, it's a day by day, moment by moment um, challenge, Kathy. We don't know 
at the beginning of a day what God's got planned for us for that day. We can guess, <laughs> uh, and often it's what we prepared for. But, you know, there are moments in our lifetime where God takes the snakes out of the bin <laughs> and opens up ways for us to uh, be more um, concerned, more helpful, uh, more giving and caring about those that touch our lives every day. I mentioned in, in earlier today in, in our visitation time, this week has been a hard week, and I'm going to cry, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. My best friend for more than 40 years in the area of speaking and, and teaching and doing what uh, God has called us to do through Love Talk and Love Walk, uh, Florence Littauer, uh graduated to heaven this week. Uh, Florence, I met Florence in San Antonio in the early, early 60s. And uh, she spoke for a conference, and there were men and women there. And uh, I had just had some major surgery, and I was sitting out under a tree on a quilt, and they were bringing my lunch to me. They had more people than could go to the lunch thing. It was a moment of change, not only for Texas, but for this nation. And because we brought together people that knew what was going on at that particular time and was able to address it and plant some seeds of growth. And that's really what happened with us in Austin on a number of different ways. But the thing that was so challenging about that was as I sat there on that tree, Florence and two of the ladies walked by that, you know, were programmed. And she asked me, she said, what are you doing out here? And I said, oh, I'm just sitting here waiting. And I said, she said, well, uh, well come on and go with us. And I said, no, we're going to we're going to eat another tea. She's got they've got to get our lunches. And so she said, well, what? Well, what are you really doing here? I mean, she wouldn't walk away. And so I told her that, you know, I had had just had this surgery. She said, would you come over to the uh, gym when when you get through with your lunch? I want to talk to you. And so I went over, and it was just a normal conversation. We we talked about bringing her to Austin. We did that. I helped uh, the Millers uh, broadcast and tape the first conference that she did as I worked with him at that fifth time. And you know what? That was a moment in time for Florence because it gave her a higher road to travel, uh, you know, when the women said the woman, if she didn't talk so fast or, you know, one from Connecticut or whatever, mm-hmm. we are known by what we speak. Mm-hmm. We are known by what we speak. And if we speak love and grace and mercy mm-hmm. and kindness. God says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Mm-hmm. And that's what our goal is, is to be a servant of him and not do it just in the big things like, you know, the radio or the TV or any of the things but to do it on the level in which we live every day to the extent that he brings people into our life that either can help us or that we can help. And so it's it's not always fun. Sometimes it's so painful. It's been a really difficult week. Our good friend, Linda Chandler's mother, is just on the brink of graduating to heaven. And it's been so hard. Mm-hmm. And then and, and I were praying for them. And the Lord just said, make a cake. <laughs> So I thought when I got up, you know, I, I'm thinking about making a chocolate cake. Would you take it over to the... He said, yeah, can we have some too? <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, Miss Evelyn. You don't Evelyn, ever know what God's got in his gift for the day. It's true. And, you know, we make these choices every single day, right? And as we thank you for your stories, Miss Evelyn, and, and I know that that friendship started that day under that tree and, um, you know, has meant so much to so many people. I mean, if you think about the 60s and those times and just a woman getting up and speaking, um, I, I'm sure that that was a game changer for many and probably showed you that you could do whatever you wanted to do um, <laughs> no, as I well. No, I wasn't there yet. <laughs> you weren't quite there yet, um, but it was as you so eloquently put, a seed was planted that day. Mm -hmm. Seeds were planted that day that have grown over all of these years. And what an absolute blessing, Miss Evelyn. Um, You know, Kathy, about choices um, and how we choose to wake up every single day. I love Philippians 4.8 that says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Don't you think those are comforting words, Kathy, right now during these times where we're trying to wade through everything? I I think so, so true, Coach Carrie, and, and I think that... As we're going and, you know, we might be spending time uh, watching the media or reading the newspaper, let's also take time to go and and read those true and beautiful things that we get in God's Word and let that transform our mind. I love that he promises us that as we spend time in his words, that his words not only wash our minds, but his words transform us as well. And so I want to... I don't want to be transformed by a horrible, ugly, difficult experience. I want to be transformed by God's word through that experience. I, I hope does that difference. Did I is that does that say that again, that Kathy? Kind of you don't want to be transformed by. So I don't. I don't want to be transformed by an ugly, horrible, mm. difficult experience. I want to be transformed by God's word through that experience. Mm. And so I think there's so many times where, you know, even when we look back to Joseph, he said, look, what men intended for evil, God used for good. And so I think that as we choose to get into God's word and we think on that word throughout our day, no matter what we experience in our day, God will use that his word to give us the right perspective, to give us wisdom for the moment. As we spend time with God, he's going to give us love for the people that we're with. And, you know, love is not something we can manufacture on our own. I think we're really good at manufacturing lust on our own. I mean, you know, that's kind of easy to do. We were kind of born into that. But we can't manufacture love on our own. But God will pour his love into us for maybe those difficult situations, difficult people that we're with, um, or even if we need to have God's love poured out over ourselves and our own lives to help us see rightly. But we have to choose to spend time in that winsome relationship with him, and we have to spend time in his word, and we have to make those choices daily. Mm -hmm. You come to know him, Kathy. Mm -hmm. You come Mm -hmm. to know him by the time she spends That's right. And those are choices that we make each day. You know, I pray for you, my friends. Our prayer for you here at Love Talk is that you would come to know Christ in an intimate and glorious way. That is our prayer for you. 
that's not saying that our lives are going to be easy and that every step we take is going to be, you know, on the yellow brick road. It's just saying that God's going to be right there with us through the hard times and through the good times. We know it's so glorious when we get to share those those wonderful moments with people that we love. And he's right there with us, friends. I, my prayer for you today is all of that stuff that's running in your mind, give it to him again and again and again. Every day, give it to him. Replace those fearful thoughts with his words of truth. With his words of truth, because friends, that's what he wants for us. He wants us to know his truth and to walk in that truth each day. I pray that you are finding a church that you can plug in and connect with. I know it's hard during these times, but I pray that you'll find a place where you can um, hear the scripture and the word of the Lord preached, my friends. We love you so much here at Love Talk. We're here every Saturday at 8 a.m. for your listening pleasure. And if you'd like to contact us, you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. You can ask Miss Evelyn um, about her new book, Love Talking and Love Walking. She'd be happy to uh, tell you how much that costs and then mail some to you. We love you so much. You can find us on lovetalknetwork.com and go check out those archives. We'll see you next time right here on Love Talk.